everyone, I'm Christine Bentley here with Kate Wheeler, and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Today's show is brought to you by Meridian Credit Union, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. And we're kicking off our long weekend shows talking to Jane McCaw, the founder of Jane's Cottages, Muskoka's most trusted luxury cottage rental and concierge company. And she's going to tell us about her latest venture called Jane's Toronto, which offers upscale homeowners a chance to reap the financial and lifestyle rewards of luxury home sharing and an opportunity for guests to experience a very unique, personalized, first-class, authentic stay in the city. And she's going to have some tips on how to help spruce up your property's luxe factor and guest experience as well. Mm-hmm. Brian Latanville, the owner and president of Healthy Home Makeovers, is back. They help create instant healthy indoor solutions for any home, condo, or workspace. And they work with companies that they believe will make a difference, including Cozy Sleep. It's C-O-Z-Z-Z, Cozy. Uh, He'll tell us about the health benefits of organic bedding. And we're going to give away one more healthy home assessment. It's worth $100, and there is no obligation to purchase from from them of any of the products that they suggest you may need. They just want to make sure that you are living your best healthy life. Now, film critic Ann Brody has the latest and greatest movie and TV reviews in Saturday Night at the Movies. And registered holistic nutritionist Christina Vero is back to tell us about the importance of a gut health. And trust me, this is important. Mm, it, it is. So we're talking prebiotics, probiotics. Biotics and all kinds of stuff. All kinds of things <laughs> that can happen to you if you don't have good gut health, which I I, I don't know anything about. Uh, well, uh, well, you We're will We're going to find out, yes. Now, Aaron Jensen, who leads Countermeasure, Canada's innovative a cappella ensemble, will be joining us by phone because he is actually on his way to the Choral Festival in Washington, D.C. for feature concerts at the John F. Kennedy Center. And he's carrying more than just his talent. He is bringing a specially created video produced with Toronto's Syrian Nay Kids Choir to ensure that their voices are heard at this important festival. Now, the children weren't able to make it due to the travel ban, worries of being denied a visa. But Aaron will tell us all about that and how his group is helping this very unique children's choir. It's made up of Syrian refugees. And while we're on the topic of music, mm-hmm. closing out the show in our live studio sessions, we have country singer and songwriter Scotty James, who <laughs> may have actually shown up at your door at some point for a front porch serenade. He actually did show up at Kate's door last week. I kid you not. And he will be serenading us all today in studio. Yeah, it was pretty funny because I opened the door and I thought, gee, this guy looks familiar. What's he selling me? Oh, it's a CD. Oh, it's Scotty James. Oh, you should come back on the show, Scotty. <laughs> and, and so here he is. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to join uh, in on the conversation. Follow us on social media at What She Said Talk. And go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Because if you sign up there, we are now sending um, exclusive videos, performances, and and some behind-the-scenes videos that um, no one else will see. So you'll want to join our mailing list. (laughs) 
Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now is Jane McCaw, the founder of Jane's Cottage. It's Muskoka's much-trusted luxury cottage rental and concierge company. And Jane is here to tell us about her latest venture called Jane's Toronto, which offers upscale homeowners a chance to reap the financial and lifestyle rewards of luxury home sharing and an opportunity for guests to experience a very unique, personalized first-class, authentic stay in the city. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, You founded your business just three years ago after leaving your corporate job to translate your passion for travel and planning family vacations into a successful business. Uh, You now manage over 150 properties. Tell us where you got the idea from and and what's happened over the past three years. Okay. Um, So I got the idea from... When I um, bought my cottage in Muskoka, I was signing the deal, and the real estate agent said to me, the last owners rented their cottage for $25,000 for the month of July. And I'm going, what? Are you kidding? <laughs> and being entrepreneurial, I uh, decided that I would give it a try. And so the following summer, I um, rented the cottage for $5,000 a week, um, a few weekends, and it started going well. The next summer, I... Uh, did it probably for half of the summer. Mm-hmm. And I took on some other properties on Lake Rosso, my neighbor's property, and one across the way because these guests were coming back and they had some friends and their friends were saying, do you know any other properties on Lake Rosso that are available for rent? And so then I talked to some other people. I wasn't um, ever thinking of making it a business. I was just in the idea, like I'm, I love helping people out. So mm-hmm. anyways, I was helping them out and finding different properties. Well, that summer I took a trip to Provence. I, um, my family and another family took a trip to Provence and um, I'm just like stressing over you know wanting to make it a great family trip we only have two weeks that we're going to be away Mm -hmm. want everything to be right going all over these websites and I click on this link and there it is takes me to Beverly Hills of Luberon Valley and I see this lady named Beverly she looks really approachable and she represents 12 beautiful villas in the Luberon Valley So I started emailing her. She got right back. And then I looked further at her site, and she's got services like cooks and kayak tours and city tours and stuff like that. And anyways, I just felt like I'm tired of all the stress of going through all these million different um, properties. I trust this lady, and I'm just going to go through the 12 properties that she has. So basically, I looked at them all, and I picked one. Um, sent her the money, you know, then when we arrived in France, called her up, she was at the property when we arrived, there was a beautiful basket, and, uh, and she sat and had a glass of wine with us, and 
Anyways, I'm going back from there and I'm thinking, you know, I'm, you know, just about like I was just turning 50 at the time. And I'm thinking, I'm just hating this commute to Toronto. I really want more control over my life. I'm not enjoying these last few years in the corporate world. I felt I was with a business that got sold after 11 years and sort of been, you know, trying to Mm -hmm. reestablish myself in technology sales at 50. And it was very, very difficult. And again, I'm stuck in traffic. And sometimes I'm getting up to Muskoka at 830 at night Mm. and thinking about going back to Muskoka on Sunday night and doing that traffic again. So at the end of that summer, I decided to get in touch with Beverly and ask her what her secrets to success were. And I said, and tell me about those cleaners that, you know, were coming in the cottage. And she goes, well, Jane, my primary target is my, uh, my owners. I look after their properties first and foremost, mm-hmm. and then I rent their properties for them if they're interested for extra income. But my most important client is my owners, and I send those cleaners in just so I can keep an eye on the property. They're not really doing anything really there, but I'm keeping an eye on the property. So I sort of thought, well, you know, there, I came back from there and thought for the next summer that I might think I just started percolating in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, there is no solution in Muskoka for this sort of one-stop shop where we're targeting owners and we're taking care of their property, we're meeting them on site, we're providing extra services for guests and stuff like that to make their, their vacation very straightforward. And so anyways, that's how the idea of Jane's Cottage is was founded. And now it's morphed into Jane's Toronto. So, and and again, you have a team that hand selects and vets all the properties and the guests, ensuring that they meet your luxury criteria. So tell us how how it works. If I was coming in from some, like another city? Sure. Okay. So basically how I started in Jane's Toronto was um, my properties in Muskoka. A lot of those owners have a couple homes Mm-hmm. or two or three homes, and one of their homes is in Toronto. And they had such great success in Muskoka, making it, I was making it very easy for them. And basically, there was a lot of money in their bank account. And so they said, well, if you get something in Toronto, perfectly fine. I'll go to Florida or I'll go to Muskoka, and I'll rent my home in Toronto. So that's how Jane's Toronto first started, and now it's, we've added on more properties than that. From a guest perspective, how do they find us? Um, basically... In Muskoka, I come up first on Google. If anybody's looking for a luxury property, I come up first. And I have a link from my cottage's website to my Toronto website and back and forth. Um, I'm looking for more properties in Toronto, so I do come up higher in organic search. But I am also on Airbnb and HomeAway, Mm -hmm. so I distribute on those websites. And when anybody asks for inquiries, um, I deal with them through that network. Sometimes people find me directly as well. So you take care of everything for the owner, including key handling, greeting guests, cleaning, as you mentioned before, maintenance and inspection team. That's to ensure the home is safe? Yeah, well, um, first of all, we want to make it like sort of like a five-star hotel, but it's actually a property. So we have a uniform concierge person greet them at the property. They've all got, you know, this um, year they're wearing linen shirts and a name to a a metal thing that says Jane's Cottages. Um, And uh, the guest arrives and they're brought in, they're shown around. um, There's information about Wi-Fi and, you know, um, TV, um, various information like that, um, garbage day, etc. 
And, uh, and then for my, you know, very outstanding properties in Toronto, sometimes they'll get daily housekeeping. And you also, for people who aren't sure what they want, you offer uh, a full-service safe vacation planning experience. Yeah. So they can just get in touch with you and say, well, we think, we think we'd like to come to Southern Ontario. What do you recommend? Or That's exactly right. And especially after the first time they've been with me. And if they, you know, a lot of people spend $50,000. Uh, you know, they're, they're staying a couple weeks at a cottage. The cottage is $20,000 a week and they're ordering a boat and they're ordering some other things. And I am responsible for delivering value on that $50,000. And, you know, they've had a good time and they come back. And so um, it really, the cross-pollinization of taking people that from Muskoka into other areas is real because I have proven myself that they've had a good time with that. Well, you yeah. said before you're looking for homes yes. in Toronto. Yeah. So you're looking for people that might be interested in, in doing this. Absolutely. Um, so, and you have a few tips for them sure. to make, make it look. And you start with keep it natural and neutral. Mm -hmm. Right. Keep it neutral. So it's best to shy away from dark walls and clear the tchotchkes. Yes. Is that? Yeah. Like bottom line is we want to make it like look like a new modern hotel. We right. want a very, you know, very little clean, clean look, white, shiny, neutral, white, shiny. Um, we want it to be um, minimalist. Not much on like if you look at my more recent pictures, I don't have anything on the kitchen counters. Like it's just basically the idea is for people to imagine themselves in that place as opposed to looking at the type of coffee maker they have or the, the photographs that are on a table. So it's basically about, you know, really sort of depersonalizing the space. And who, who does that? The owner? No, usually we will come in and so we'll give guidance to the owner and we come in and inspect all of our properties before um, the guest arrives and so we will stage it if we don't like the way the owners left it. Do people have to clean out their closets? No. So no? Yeah, a lot of I'm in the short-term rental game and yeah. so a lot of my rentals are for one week to maybe, you know, two months. Mm -hmm. And we, if, there, if there's a two-month rental, yes, we ask the owner to clear out the master bedroom and the master bedroom closet um, and the master bathroom. Um, but in general, we just basically ask for 50% of the space to be cleared away and neatly cleared away, and the other 50% is for the guest. Okay, and it's all insurance and safety. You, you've vetted everyone. Everything's good. Yeah, the, uh, the, the great thing is, so I ask for a business card. I ask for their driver's license. Um, I check them out on Google. Um, I looked in LinkedIn. But the most important thing is I asked for a very large security deposit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how do people get in touch with you, Jane? <laughs> how do people get in touch? They can just, uh, you know, Google Jane's Cottages or Jane's Toronto, and I'm and right there. it's Jane, J-A-Y-N-E. -N -E. Yes. That okay. sounds great. Jane McCall, thank you so much for joining us today, and best of luck with this. It sounds fantastic. Great. Thank you so much for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. 
and accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she She's powerful, wonderful, honest, and lovable. Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now is Brian Latanville, the owner and president of Healthy Home Makeovers. Welcome back to what she said. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on every weekend this month. Now, if you are just tuning in and you have been listening every weekend, why not? But anyway, Healthy Home Makeovers creates instant healthy indoor solutions for any home, condo, or workspace, and also also works with companies that they believe will make a difference, including Cozy Sleep. I love this. It's CO. ZZZ, but it's Cozy Sleep. Tell us what they do. Uh, Cozy Sleep is actually our company. Uh, We're organic bedding. It's some of my background that I've been in for many years. Um, So we wanted to come out with a um, an organic bedding line that was uh, could be fully customized to the individuals, uh, individual or individuals. Um, so for instance, if, um, you like, you, you know, your side of the bed firm and your partner likes it a soft side, we can make the mattress like oh, that. Oh, you're coming to my house. Yes. There I, you go. No, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I, I have been going to the, my husband got a fabulous new king size bed, yeah. picked it out, like thought it was great, moved into a new home. We had to basically take off the patio balcony door to get it in. Yeah. Like, so we can go up the stairs because yeah. we have an older house. And after a week of sleeping on it, I realized it's just way too soft for me. Yeah. And I'm going, I'm leaving at about two, three in the morning, every morning and hitting the the spare bedroom, which is a firmer mattress. Yeah. And this seems like such a waste. You can fix that? We can. We get that a lot. Uh, We do. We have that a lot. And a lot of people that buy mattresses. So the thing is, a lot of traditional mattresses are made with foam. Uh, which is a very toxic chemical. Uh, it's used uh, oil and uh, you know chemicals that are used in the mattresses. Um, so if you ever uh, purchase a new car, you have that new car smell. That's actually foam, foam off gassing. You have a new car. Um, I actually don't have. I have a new car, but I don't have the, the smell. Oh, that's okay. good. That that's I good. Can, that, but it could yeah. be that I'm so stuffed up from yeah. my allergies. <laughs> I can't smell anything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So foam off gas is for seven years, and it's a closed cell product. The other thing is that you can sweat on foam. It's very there's no breathability in foam, so memory foam or regular foam. Um, so our mattresses are um, um, breathable um, with organic cotton, all certified. You sleep a third of your life on your mattress. You know, you're supposed to six mm-hmm. to eight hours a day. Are you saying that there's something wrong with memory foam? Uh, there's something wrong with foam, period. Mm-hmm. It's toxic. Mm-hmm. Uh, foam is very toxic, whether it's memory foam or regular foam. There are some other latexes out there that are made with foam as well. Uh, so don't let that fool you. Um, some of the organic companies out there selling organic, so some of the fabrics are only, they only have 10% organic in it, but they're allowed to call it organic. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's only ten percent, but the rest of it's just a regular cotton or a chemical cotton. We had or just recently had the recall um, that we were talking about on our show. Mm-hmm. Remember any pieces of furniture or mm-hmm. mattresses that were in- included this yep. particular type of plastic were recalled. So I always thought there were foam mattresses, and then there are the ones with the coils and all the, yeah. the so fabric garbage. We also have uh, pocket coil mattresses, like the bowling ball yeah. bed mattress, right? We, but we cover it all up with organic cotton. 
uh, or latex or whatever you want. So we have eucalyptus cotton fibers, we have organic cotton, we have wool, uh, we have um, and latex. That was what the, the toppers that we use. You know, you have a pillow top or a mm-hmm. euro top. It's got the layers on it, mm-hmm. um, and it's also covered with a hundred percent certified organic cotton on the outside. Um, not 10%. So if you see cotton that's coming out white, that means it's been bleached. You know, it's not necessarily organic anymore. Uh, there's been, it's been chemicals have been used. Um, so that's what, uh, that's what we wanted to bring to the market. Um, and something affordable. Our mattresses aren't uh, through the roof. They're very affordable. They're all made right here in the city in Toronto. We have a factory in Scarborough that makes them and they're customized. So that's the other thing. Come to our shop at Improve at uh, Health Yo Makeovers and you'll be able to touch, feel and lie down and feel what you like okay. to what you like to sleep on. But can I literally have one side that's yes, firmer and one side that's yes, softer? Yes, you can. You can have one side made with latex and one side made with wool if you want it. Okay, so I have a memory foam mattress. Yes. Um, now she's worried. Now I'm worried. Um, but would I get the same thing? Because I, I sink down and there's no pressure point. Mm-hmm. So that's what latex can do for you as well. Um, so we would offer you the latex mattress to come in. It's very, it's, it can be, we can be made soft, medium, firm, basically three different types that you can make it in. And it's all about, so, so latex comes from the rubber trees in India and it's, um, and it's like a sap They're, They tap the tree, like almost like we do, uh, with maple syrup and they tap the tree for 180 days a year and they get the milk out of the rubber tree and then they bake it. And they bake it to a certain temperature to make the firmness. So that's how latex is made. So that's how it would be. Now, your sinking feeling, do you feel hot and sweaty at nighttime sometimes when well, you sink into it? we're of a certain age. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. well, all I'm saying is foam doesn't breathe. So when you've sunk in there, you, you have a pocket and it's very, it can get very hot. We get a lot of people complaining that they get very hot at nighttime. Mm. Uh, some people like to sleep extra hot at nighttime. My, my wife's like a furnace in the bed sometimes. It's crazy, but it's like, uh, it can get very, very hot. Well, now I'm worried. I mean, it, yeah. is this going to cause, what's, what, what's this going to do Do you wake up me? stuffy? Do you wake up sneezing? Yeah. Yes. Well, That's, I do only, only, I've only in the spring. Oh, yeah, allergies. Winter, like it's allergies. allergies. So when you press down the foam, mm-hmm. it releases the toxins. Because it's a closed cell product. Well, this is an old mattress, which I have to replace anyway. So yeah. I would imagine all the toxins have come possibly, and gone. Possibly. Mm. Seven years. It off-gasses for seven years. Okay. Well, it's past seven yeah. years. Yeah. So your mattress should only last you eight to ten years, and you should get a new one. Every every That's mattress. True. doesn't matter what it is. Okay. Now, we have yes. to switch gears. Because yes. you also wanted to talk about infrared saunas and the great health benefits. Is, is that something you... You install it? Correct. Yeah, we have we have uh, infrared saunas at our shop. Uh, we can do fully customized saunas for people uh, that, that are requesting them. We can do steam and infrared as well with uh, some Himalayan salts in them and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, if people want to get fancy. But we have a couple of, uh, of saunas in our showroom, Canadian made again, uh, made right here uh, in Bolton. Um, and there we have cedar options. We have poplar wood options. They have the, uh, the whole Bluetooth, the radio inside. <laughs> so basically 20 minutes in an infrared sauna is, is equal to an hour in a steam sauna. So you can get your health benefits a lot faster. You can get your detoxification a lot faster because they heat up a lot faster oh. and the heat gets to your body a lot quicker because they have infrared emitters around the side where steam, you need to wait for it to steam up and then it's got to get into the sauna and then heat up. I have a steam shower in my shower, and I prefer steam over sauna, like the wet heat as opposed to the dry heat. But you're saying there's something that... that I'm the opposite. 
Yeah, I can't breathe in a steam sauna. Oh, I, I love always, it. yeah, I always find or it eucalyptus like, in like yeah. crazy, and I'm I'm a happy girl. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So it's all everybody's uh, preference, really, to each his own. So it, it, it is what it is. And uh, but the, this uh, steam sauna, these, and these saunas here are, are portable, so you can put them in the out. You put them on your deck in the in the in the summertime, and you can bring them back inside in the wintertime if you wanted to. But is there a combination? You said steam and infrared. We or? can make it like that. Oh, you can make we it can like do that. both. Okay. Yeah, we can do a steam infrared, uh, you know, sauna, but with the steam saunas, you need to have drainage and everything. Yes. Uh, with the infrared saunas, you don't need to. Well, you see, this might be part of their marriage where they one of them likes infrared and the other one likes steam. There you go. So you just, you know. Have, yeah, we're have both a, steam babies. Have, have, <laughs> a, have a bed with, you know, yeah, firm and soft and then a sauna yeah. that's. One yeah. and the other. Well, it's, it, it actually can be quite entertaining because it was like the kids were, when they were small, it's like, Mom, why are you always in the in the spare bedroom? Is there something wrong? No, I just like the mattress better. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. Everything's good. Um, so what are the key benefits of, of infrared saunas? Uh, so, it, so infrared saunas, they work just like a regular sauna, but it works a lot faster. So it can detoxify your body. It okay. helps you take all the chemicals out, all the, you know, that's why you, you're sweating it all out. Mm-hmm. Helps with weight loss, obviously. A lot of people like that for, for weight loss. And also for your skin, I hear. Correct. Also for the skin, right? So it's all of that. So the other thing is with the steam sauna, you're pouring water on the rocks. Right. What's in the water? I hate to think. That's well, if you've already done what? a healthy home assessment, my water is excellent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but what uh, what are you pouring on the rocks, right? People just get regular water. They pour it on there. Are they using a, 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 a you know purified water? Um, so that's what I also tell people when they come into the store, right? Like, what are they pouring on the rocks? You know, what kind of water and what are you breathing in? Right. Okay. So now we are still giving away healthy home assessments. Mm-hmm. They're worth $100, but you can enter now to get a free one at whatshesaidtalk.com. So quickly tell us again. Again, yes. everything you test for. Okay. So we test, uh, so we start with an air test. So mm-hmm. we test the air quality in the home, mm-hmm. uh, room by room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we test the water quality. So we'll go in and we'll test your TDS, your total dissolvance in the water. We'll test your iron. We'll test your chlorine. We'll test your uh, pH levels and a few other things. Um, then we do a, an EMF uh, test. So we test for electromagnetic fields throughout mm-hmm. the house. Uh, we'll go room by room as well. And then we do a room by room toxin screen and then a furnace filter health check. If you have a furnace, if not, then we just do a room by room screen. Listen, there's no obligation to purchase any products after. All we're doing is giving you the assessment. You get a nice full detailed report, which outlines everything that we've tested for. And it will give you recommendations on how to improve the health of your home. Excellent. So how do people connect with you? So you can uh, check out our store at Improve Canada. So 7250 Keel Street. We're in unit number 65, Healthy Home Makeovers. You can check us online www.healthyhomemakeovers.ca. There's a book now app right on the uh, webpage. You can check us on Facebook. Follow us there. We have our products in the Facebook store. Healthy so you'll be Home able to, Makeovers. Yeah, Healthy Home Makeovers Facebook page. You will, okay. You'll see us there. You know, Instagram, Twitter, we're on everything. All right. Well, perfect. Thank you so much for educating thank us you. this month. It's been yes, fascinating. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Also, there's a Cozy Sleep website too. Oh, okay. So CozySleep.com. Okay. If you want to check out just mattresses or bedding. Thank you. Thank you. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. 
and accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, Saturday night at eight o'clock, I know where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick my baby up and take her to the picture show. And joining us now is our film critic Ann Brody for Saturday Night at the Movies. And today we're starting out with Sicario, Day of the Soldado. This is the second in the series of the Sicario films and set at the U.S.-Mexican border. Timely. Yeah, (laughs) really. So what you're... And the twist here, and it's just so strange, is that instead of drugs or in addition to drugs, the cartels are now sending over Islamic terrorists. So it's very touchy, this film. And it's about Josh Brolin, who is a U.S. agent, trying to shut all this down, and Benicio Del Toro, who's a Mexican agent. Um, And it shows the weakness and flaws and uh, lawlessness on both sides of, you know, law and criminals. And the original one was so elegant and unusual. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one isn't quite as elegant, and it's ten times bloodier. So... What is, and Emily Blunt's in it too. Who, no, she, she's not in this one. She's not in this one. No, mm-hmm. oh, no, she's it's in just the, the boys. Oh, that was the original one. She, she was, was in the original. One. Uh, remember she, that? I mean, yeah. the unforgettable images in that film. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So she did. She didn't make it back. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What about Westwood? Punk icon activist. Got to be Vivian Westwood. It's Vivian Westwood. Oh, I love now, Vivian Westwood. Yes, right. And you will love her more after you see this. It opens with her being interviewed. And she's sitting back like this. So don't ask me about Malcolm McLaren. Not interested. Not I'm interested. Really hating this. And she, this is how she's at behaving. So it's hmm. a bust. But they keep running bits from that negative interview through the film. And of course, so she, she's not talking. So they get everybody else from the from the 70s, from that circle mm-hmm. in London, uh, to talk about her. Uh, and her very young husband, I think he's 39, who has now sort of taken over the design for her. But she oh, was... Well, she's she got to be in her late 70s now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 77, I believe. And, of course, she's now an established, award-winning designer. Absolutely. Yes. But in the beginning, she was anything but. She had uh, anti-royalty slogans on her clothes. Yet she was made a dame. <laughs> <laughs> eventually eventually yes when the queen forgot <laughs> but it, honestly this is a riveting documentary i just love it and it's such a feast for the eyes because she loved color it's just bam bam hit hit color color fantastic okay um and we've got the sci-fi flick darken yeah, well, you don't like that one. Look, look no. at her face. You, you can tell right away. And, I know. The, and the corners of the mask yeah. go down, and it's like, yeah, no. What uh-uh. is the point of making a film that is so poorly written, so insanely woodenly acted, about 
this complicated hierarchy underworld stuff and have it make no sense and no emotional connection. I just don't get it. Yet, it was co-produced by Shaftesbury, which I find odd, who hmm. made Murdoch Mysteries. So, wow. Anyway, next. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't even recognize any of the actors that... And apparently you probably won't see them anytime <laughs> soon either. Never I hate mind. to be hard. This is not something you Let's would put on your resume. Truth. Okay, here's no. an actor that you'll recognize. Hugh Grant. Oh, yes. This is the hit of the week. A very English scandal. Yeah, And that's on what, Amazon Prime. Yes, Amazon okay. Prime Video. Okay. And it's about uh, Jeremy Thorpe, who we all remember in the mm-hmm. 70s, um, was <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to pull a hit on his ex-male lover. Mm-hmm. outrageous and uh it came out in the news and he said if this comes out i'll blow my brains out he had a very establishment sort of family and image created and he was the head of the liberal party in england member of parliament all of that very influential and he talked openly about his his plan to murder this kid that he had seduced and he had raped actually and ultimately turned um highly Highly scandalous. Well, that was, of course, um, homosexuality was outlawed. Still. Not then. Not then. But it had just, it just it, in the late 60s, it was it was okay. And this is into the 70s. Okay. So he just got it. But it was still had a terrible stigma. All right. And, and, and it's so brilliantly acted. Hugh Grant is so good. And Ben Wishaw, who you might remember from Perfume, his lover. Wow. This is powerful stuff. What about The Rape of Recy Taylor? That's another powerful film. This is a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, 1944, a 26-year-old woman, mm-hmm. black woman, was walking home from church, a two-mile unlit road, and a truck in Alabama, Abbeville. Abbeville, Alabama. That's hard to say. So uh, a truckload full of white teenagers mm-hmm. accosted her, and... Uh, Threatened to shoot her, raped her, did some mutilation, and left her to die. Well, she was found and she mm-hmm. was saved. Uh, and all efforts to bring these men to justice, everyone knew who they were, failed. So in 2011 or 13 or something, she was uh, officially honored by the government, um, mostly due to the, to the uh, work of Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, yeah. But in those days, a lot of the black stories were only told by black press and in black film, race films, they were called. So nobody knew about this in the wider mainstream. Really powerful stuff. Um, All right, Annie, we have to leave it there. All righty. Thank you so much. See you next week. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at WhatSheSaidTalk.com. They call it your body's second brain. Joining us now is registered holistic nutritionist Christina Vero. And today we're going to talk about the importance of gut health. Welcome back. Thank you. So nice to be here. Okay, so what exactly are gut or is? Is that are or is? Gut bacteria. (laughs) Yeah, so there's different names for gut bacteria. Some people call it the microbiome, the microflora, the microbiota, but we're all talking about the same thing, which is bacteria in the digestive tract. So there's a lot of research that's being done that's talking about the different bacteria that can cause helpful reactions in the body and harmful reactions in the body. And amazingly, there's about 3.3 pounds of bacteria in our gut on average per day and about 2,000 different species 
species. So it's a really diverse environment. There's lots going on down there, but we can really manipulate it to our advantage so that we can get the benefit repercussions of that or beneficial repercussions of that rather. So would this be part of the the um, after effects? For example, I remember uh, being told when my children were young, they were on antibiotics mm. to be careful to give them yogurt because it was going to unbalance and they were very young, right? Yeah, yeah. So it takes your um, gut flora a little while to develop when you're younger. Mm -hmm. And antibiotics, they effectively wipe out the bad bacteria that are causing infections, but they can also wipe out the good bacteria. Or that some are really of them. Yeah. Or some of them, yeah. So, of course, I'm not saying don't take antibiotics or any of anything No, like no, that, no. But, but compensate. Yeah, totally. So it's good to work with a doctor who's well-informed or your nutritionist to figure out how you can maintain that balance during your antibiotic. Well, in those days, the pediatrician said, just feed them yogurt. Right. Just feed them yeah. yogurt for the full time that they're on yeah. it. Yeah. How would you know? Like, what are some of the symptoms of having an imbalanced gut bacteria? Yeah. So an imbalance, if you have an imbalance, the first thing you might notice is having bad breath. Another thing would be if you have brain fog a lot of the time, that could be linked to an imbalance. Or things like asthma, allergies, acne, those are also symptoms, and even sinus congestion. And for some people, even weight gain, which is really interesting because they've shown that there are different strains of bacteria that can actually be passed down from one generation to the next. Are you saying that imbalanced gut bacteria is responsible for asthma? In some cases, it might not be the only cause, but there are some bad bacteria that they, the byproducts that they produce are really inflammatory mm -hmm. and they hurt our immune system as well. So we want to make sure that we're maintaining a better balance. So what foods could we, because I always like to go to the food first Absolutely. before we go to the supplement. Yeah, so yeah. what foods w would help us with this balance? So definitely foods that are high in probiotics. So a lot of fermented foods are really naturally high in probiotics. So that includes yogurt, like the pediatricians were recommending. I would say just make sure that it is plain yogurt, not the sugar-filled kind mm -hmm. that's low-fat because that's usually not as healthy. Um, kombucha, which is a fermented tea. Kefir, which is a fermented milk kimchi, sauerkraut, those are really, really great sources of probiotics, as well as prebiotics, which basically work in tandem with the probiotics to promote better gut health. So prebiotics can be found in um, artichokes, onions, garlic, leeks, asparagus, those types of foods, and making sure that you're getting a lot of fiber from multiple sources. So soluble fiber and insoluble fiber. So mix some ground flaxseed in with your yogurt. Absolutely. There you go. See, yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning. So then what about supplements? Yeah. Supplements, I always recommend for people who are struggling with an imbalance of gut bacteria, a really potent probiotic. There's a lot of bacteria down there. So the higher the... Um, the strength, usually the better, but just make sure that you're working with somebody who knows what strains you might need. If you look on a probiotic supplement, there's a bunch of different strains that can target different bacterial imbalances. So just make sure that you're working with somebody about that. And then prebiotic supplements also exist as well. So they can come in capsule form, powder form, whatever it might be. Uh, can I just ask, would bloating uh, oh, yes. possibly be a sign that your gut health is not what it should be? Yeah, so people with a lot of digestive issues, so whether that's bloating, abdominal pain, constipation, diarrhea, if they are experiencing that after eating, that's typically a big sign of a gut imbalance. So we okay. want to increase those good bacteria, decrease the bad. So um, I'm just trying, trying to think of how, what's the difference then between probiotics, prebiotics, and digestive enzymes? Yeah, so digestive enzymes basically help to break down your food 
more efficiently, so to say, because for some people, if they have a problem with their digestion or absorption of nutrients, the digestive enzymes can really help them break down so that they can be used more effectively because when they aren't broken down properly, your body actually says, what is that protein? I don't recognize it. And it triggers an immune response and inflammation. So digestive enzymes can really help with that. And then the prebiotics basically feed the probiotics, which help with your gut health overall. So it all kind of works in harmony together. Okay. So where would somebody go? Would somebody need to go then to a nutritionist like you? Because I don't think most people would know how much of one or the other to to take, how to balance. Balancing is difficult. Right. And it's also a matter of not just increasing the good, but decreasing the bad bacteria, right? And that we can all do at home right now. So a good thing to do for that is to decrease your sugar intake. And when I say sugar intake, I'm not just saying processed sugars. I mean sugar from alcohol and also excessive carbohydrate intake because those ultimately break down to sugars. And interestingly, artificial sweeteners have been proven to be very harmful for Mm. your gut bacteria balance. So cutting those out as well. Okay, Christina, how do people connect with you? What are your sites? Yeah, so you can find me on my website at www.fresh-insight.ca. You can like us on Facebook, which is Fresh Insight Health, or you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Christina Vero or on your lovely website Yeah, we, we link we linked everything yep. to Christina's site. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now is Aaron Jensen, a composer, arranger, producer, and performer based out of Toronto who leads Countermeasure, Canada's innovative a cappella ensemble. Welcome to What She Said. Thanks for having me. Now, now, what uh, our listeners just heard was a snippet of Countermeasure singing with the, how do you pronounce the Nay Nye Syrian Children's Choir? Nye, the Nye Syrian Children's Choir. And Aaron, you're, you're joining us by phone because you're on your way to the Choral Festival in Washington, D.C. for feature concerts at the John F. Kennedy Center, and you are carrying a little bit more than just your talent. Tell us what you're taking with you. 
All right. Well, so Countermeasure was invited to take part in Serenade, the Washington, D.C. Choral Festival. And this is a a really spectacular event. I believe this is their eighth year. Mm -hmm. And they bring in choirs from all over the world. This year, we've got artists from Indonesia and India and Australia, Venezuela, many, many different cultures, many different fantastic ensembles. And Countermeasure was invited to take part, um, as was a local group, the Nigerian Children's Choir, who is a choir that are made up of young children from refugee families from Syria. And many of them have only been in Canada for a short period of time. And this, this choir for them is, uh, it, it's, it's been, it's a huge, it's a huge part of their lives and promotes sort of the, the well-being of an integration of the families into, into, into Canada, welcome really to Canada. And so this Nye choir has been preparing. There was a, a new commissioned work that Serenade commissioned them to learn and to premiere uh, at the Kennedy Center. And some months ago, it was determined that it would be too it'd be too risky for them to even attempt to cross over the border. That uh, there was a good chance that they would be turned away with the the travel ban. And if they were denied entry, that that's the sort of thing that stays on your record and would have serious implications. And so the president of classical movements, uh, Nita Helms, uh, knew of countermeasure, knew countermeasure, knew the that we have produced videos. And she came up with the idea that if the if the children's choir can't take part the next best thing would be to capture them in some way, to to videotape them and to, to play that recording at the Kennedy Center in their absence. And, and that video is going to be shown on Canada Day? It will. It'll be shown at the big final concert where all of the choirs are performing together. Um, and so really what, what Nita was looking for was a, a connection to our videographer. But when we heard this story, it just, it's struck such a chord with us. It, uh, it's such, it's such an upsetting issue, such an upsetting, uh, turn of events. And we wanted to be able to, to support them as much as we possibly could. So rather than just, uh, pass along contact information, we took it upon ourselves to, we really wanted to create an experience for them, for the, for the choir as, as best we could, um, to replicate, uh, the experience that they would have in in the U.S. Something that's so special about an event like this is is the cultural exchange, is the meeting of the different choirs, of hearing each other's music and and singing for each other. And so, the day that we recorded this these two finale numbers, we also spent the time. We sort of had what's called a, a friendship concert, which was it wasn't for an audience. We just sang for each other and we introduced ourselves and I led a a workshop with the kids and we played music games together and just tried to sort of bring any of the, the fun and the spirit of the the festival environment to them so that they would have that at least in some, in some capacity. And then we recorded these two songs, one of which was this new commissioned work, uh, aptly titled rise children rise by Hussein, uh, Hussein John Muhammad. And, yeah, and and so we will be we will be bringing that with us, and that and we had the the pleasure of singing one of those those two songs with them as well. So, Aaron, you all went the extra mile by offering to work out the logistics and covering the cost of creating this video. 
What do you think this experience means to these children? Well, I mean, it's 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 hard to say what uh, what the the kids are um, at this age. I mean, some some of these kids. I think the youngest was five. Like, part of me is hoping that the the scope of the of the opportunity and the scope of not being able to take this opportunity is. I'm hoping is lost on some of them and that if anything like that, that they can simply be kids in this day and have a joyful experience and that, yeah. And just sort of just to, just to meet another group, to see a group that's, that's older than them and to, to have fun and to make music. That was the, that was the main objective and sort of in the, the broader sense, I'm hoping that uh, for those of them that are a little bit older and, and are a little bit more aware of the, the ramifications of this, that that there can be some sense of of pride of of having had their music, of having their voices shared on this major world stage. But also the sense of inclusivity. Yeah, well, I mean that that really is what this is has been about. Mm-hmm. It's just been about it's about meeting of minds and it's been such a such a wonderful experience uh working with their conductor and working with their composer and i should also say that uh, a very major contributor to this was the miles nadal gcc who we have a long-standing relationship with and they came to the table with the al green theater as a venue which they completely donated and a venue technician to run the lights and basically everyone that we have spoken to uh, has been so so on board helping out and just making this happen for for the choir. Now, Countermeasures performances that they run June 28th through July 1st in Baltimore and Washington D.C. And your next Toronto appearance will be at the Sing a cappella stage at the Beaches International Jazz Festival. That's on July 21st, and, and you're on at 5 p.m. I believe. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, so where can people find the videos once you once you post it online? We won't. I, I, my understanding is that we will post the video after the concert, so that the so that the performance really does retain its uh, world premiere status. Mm-hmm, <laughs> but then once that has happened, you'll be able to you'll be able to follow. Uh, it'll certainly be on our social media. Um, our website is countermeasuremusic.com. dot mm-hmm. um, and we will be we'll be certainly posting that and sharing that um, as as well as the the Nyserian Children's Choir. We neglected to ask you like how many children are in the Nyserian Choir. I think it changes because it, unlike some choirs that just run seasonally, my understanding is that there is constantly children that are joining and and. Uh, that are coming from Syria and are joining partway through the season. So it, it fluctuates. I believe for this uh, recording, we had approximately 25. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And what are your plans for them going forward? For them? I mean, I, I would just hope to keep contact with them. I would hope to, that we can, uh, that we can involve them in, in things that we're doing in the future that we just, we just keep apprised of what they are up to and I'd love to find other opportunities for us to perform together or for us just to uh, share space together with them just because it was it was such a it was such an uplifting experience for us it was such it's we take so many things for granted in 
Canada and uh, just trying to understand the situations that some of these children have come from is is very sobering and it's uh, it felt like it was such a gift for us to be quite honest to be able to spend that time with them. Mm-hmm. What a way to celebrate Canada Day! Yeah, well, it is. It is certainly it makes you uh, appreciate particularly with what's happening in the United States right now and the travel ban being ratified Absolutely. by the Supreme Court. It certainly makes you proud to be a Canadian, but I think at the same time it's also a call to action for Canadians that, uh, as much as we may not like to think so, there are certainly some politicians and some okay. policymakers who are who look to the U.S. and maybe would be trying to push the country in that direction. So I think, if anything, it's it's just very important for right. us mm-hmm. as Canadians to to stay the course and to, yeah. if anything, okay, just open our arms. Absolutely, Aaron Jansen. Thank you so much for joining us today, and have a fantastic trip. Thank you very much. Bye. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. What you're listening to is Sombrero by country singer and songwriter Scotty James, who joins us now in studio. And welcome back to What She Said. It's been a while. Thank you. Yeah, long time no see. Absolutely. (laughs) You uh, ended up at uh, Kate's door the other night. Why don't you tell our (laughs) listeners about your unique way of getting your music out there? Oh, man. Um, Yeah, I mean, that whole thing started like way back six years ago um, when I was trying to get my, my music career going. Uh, it actually was a combination of things. I was working a door-to-door a sales job selling lawn care. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I got the experience. And then so, um, and I was, you know, after I was done that job, I was trying to, you know, get things going with my career. So I kind of took that experience and the idea of busking and um, put, it put it together and went door-to-door and serenaded people on their front porches. It was very cool. And, it was yeah. very cool, but I'm like, uh, we've had you on our show. I did not look at my, my best. And he was like, <laughs> looking at me going, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I said, and you should come back. So there we go. And it yeah. was, as you said, uh, during a, a front porch serenade where you were discovered by your my manager. Your yeah. manager. Yeah, serendipitously, yeah. Um, and then six months later after meeting him, Got my first single on the top 20 in Canada. So it was, uh, you know, it's 
crazy what can happen when you just go outside of your comfort zone and, <laughs> and do something different. Um, but, but when I came to your door recently, you know, I was selling CDs actually door to door because I'm going down to Nashville to make an album and getting support for that. And I've gotten, you know, an overwhelming amount of support. Uh, so it's been great. Well, you, you know, you, you certainly show initiative. Um, you say that you were bullied a lot in school and performing gave you the confidence to, mm -hmm. to sort of pursue your dream full time. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would, um, I went through a lot of bullying. It was terrible. Um, no one should have to go through that, but I came, would come home from school and start playing my mom's guitar. And that was like an escape. And I started writing songs by myself and, um, and it wasn't until like years and years later that I actually performed in front of people. So tell, tell us about what your, your, your new album that you're working on, you're going down to Nashville. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, working on an EP actually, that's my goal. Um, so I'm going to write, going down there just to write and, um, develop my sound, experiment with new producers. Um, but I do have a single coming out. Um, this summer, actually, called Champagne. Cool. So um, that'll come out long before the album. Um, so you'll you'll have something to listen to. So where can people find you online and get your music? Um, I think the best way is you know either YouTube or Spotify, Scotty James Music, um, or my website, ScottyJamesMusic.com. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Well, you, uh, it is great to see you again. And not at yeah. my front door, but actually, you know, here in yeah. studio where I, we can get the word out for you. I'm sure that's the first time you've had a musician at your front door, possibly. Uh, well, other than carolers, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> they don't charge, though, do they? Uh, well, you, you do give them a tip. Um, yeah, I guess so. Eh? That is it for What She Said. We'll be back again tomorrow at noon right here on 105.9 The Region. Be sure to follow us on social media at What She Said Talk. And now, singing us out in our live studio sessions here. Here is Scotty James performing like it never happened. Hearing you say, don't call me anymore, hit me like a wave. Knock me right down to the floor You left me holding on to Your reasons why you had to leave But I don't understand How you can just pretend Like it never happened Never woke up right beside you Never made love, never touched me like you never let me go Like I never held you When you needed it the most How could you say you love me now you don't Maybe you can but I can't Pretend Like it never happened Might be okay if we didn't say those things Making me think One day you'd wear my ring You'd be mine forever For worse or for better So I don't understand 
How you can just pretend Like it never happened Never woke up right beside me Never made love, never touched me Like you never let me go Like I never held you When you needed it the most How could you say you love me now you don't Maybe you can, but I can't Pretend like it never happened But I don't understand And I wish I could pretend like it never happened never woke up right beside you never made love never touched me like you never let me go like i never held you when you needed it the most how could you say you love me now you don't maybe you can but i can't Pretend like it never happened Like it never happened Yeah Like it never happened I'm Andrea Askowitz And I'm Allison Langer and we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.